All right, Hunter. There's this college girl, and she goes home back to the small town that she grew up in to visit her grandparents on a long weekend break from school. And she's doing a report for one of her classes. The assignment is to interview a family member and get some like tips on marriage and family dynamics and like what works well and what doesn't in a marriage, stuff like that. So she's talking to her grandma and she's like, grandma, like what's you've been married for 50 plus years to grandpa. What's the secret to y'all's relationship? And her grandma's like, well, at our age, the biggest secret for our relationship is maintaining a healthy sex life. And I mean, her, her grandma's like in her upper eighties and this girl's dumbfounded. She's like, grandma, like, are you sure? Like that's safe for you guys to be doing that consistently. She's like, yeah, we do it uh, every, every day. She's like, grandma, that's, that just feels like a lot. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's the smartest thing for y'all to be doing. She's like, don't worry. We have a system. We do it every day. Is it me and your grandfather have sex every day at noon? And we time it to the church bells so we don't get too carried away and get going too fast and get too riled up. Your grandpa just keeps pace with the church bells at noon when they go off. And she's like, okay, I just I want y'all to be careful. I don't want anything to happen to you. So she finishes her assignment, goes back to school. The very next week, she gets a phone call from her grandma. She's like, I had to tell you this, but your grandfather passed away yesterday. And she's can't believe it. She's upset. She's like, why? Like, what happened? She's like, well, we were making love. And the granddaughter cuts her off. She's like, grandma, I told y'all, y'all can't be doing this. Y'all got to be careful. Like, I thought y'all had a system. What happened? He's like, it, it, we were doing the same thing we always do. It was noon. We were in the bedroom. Everything was the same as always. And everything would have been fine until that damn ice cream truck drove by. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Finally. Finally, you got like it was probably the best one so far. I know. I'm glad I said I, that one. I'm glad I kept I'm that glad. one in my back I, pocket. Whenever you started it, and it didn't start with like a preacher or with a priest or what the fuck ever or some kind of also the old, well besides grandparents, but yeah, it I was I was just smiled. I'm like fucking finally. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I heard that one years ago, and I I always keep that one in my back pocket. I. It sounded familiar at the very end, but I did not remember it. You, you, mm. you got me all the way through. That was that. That was good. I'll give you props. I'll give you props. Finally, uh, and with that, this is episode one hundred and three of Below Five Hundred. We have officially finished week one of NFL football. Yeah, uh, kind of. I'm, I'm, we didn't get to watch too much of it. Yeah, I mean, this was for me and Hunter. Oh, we skipped right over. I We didn't even put this in the notes. I thought we'd put this in the notes. Oh, shit, we didn't. Uh, Yeah, very anticlimactic week one kickoff for me and Hunter because I got to watch zero 
week one football. I didn't get to watch red zone like I normally do because I was driving back all day Sunday from Hunter's bachelor party. You didn't stop at Bucky's to get like a little window mount thing or car mount thing. I looked, they didn't have any good ones. They Damn. didn't have any like, like uh, Jacob was saying with the MagSafe charger. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not like, I'm not going to buy a mount. Like I have a cup holder. So like, if I'm going I'm to buy a mount, I'm going to buy a good mount that I want. I'm not just going to spend $25 at Bucky's on a cheap phone mount. You could have like stopped at a Walmart, ran in, and then I was, ret- I was trying to make it. time. I feel you, but that's kind of kind of sucks. I kind of I watched the first half at the house, and then the second half, um, Julian's back seat had like a USB C charger. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So I put it back there, and I positioned my phone like underneath the headrest in the seat towards yeah. like a fucking TV, and just sat there and watched the Texans fucking lose. I did get lucky. Um... I was listening to ESPN radio on iHeartRadio on the way back because they do like kind of almost like a red zone type radio coverage where they just highlight anytime a team scores around the league, they do updates. So I listened to that on the way back. So I wouldn't have to keep checking fantasy on my phone. And then the afternoon show came on and it was whatever, but I stayed listening because uh espn radio i don't know why they picked this game but they did the the lot like the the radio broadcast of the patriots eagles game mm-hmm. so i ended up i listened to that for like the whole last half of my trip and it, it timed okay. up perfectly because like the final patriots offensive drive like where we could have won the game was uh with that was going on right as I was like pulling into my neighborhood. So let me pull that back up. I forgot. So do you want to talk about the 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 weekend first or later on? Yeah, let's just get that out of the way. Get now. out of the way. Okay. So we booked Gooch got to my place a little bit after five. Yeah. Friday. And <clears throat> right before uh, I, I forgot to fucking talk right there. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I so I got to place a lot there five. Um, we kind of had a late departure. We were hoping we'd all, we all leave whenever Gooch got here because he's driving from Oklahoma. But, uh, and I had to be the first one there. Yeah, no, no shit. And a couple of people had to leave late. And so I think it was me, Gooch, and Rowdy ended up just leaving. We went to the grocery store first, then went ahead and left, tried to get an early start. And so. I rode with Gooch on the way there because I don't ever get to fucking see this guy. Rode with him. Um, it was it was fun getting there. Night one was pretty fun. Yeah, we I didn't thought, get to the house till almost eleven o'clock. 10. No, it was ten o'clock. No, we got to the island at ten o'clock. So I remember getting off the ferry and like our arrival time in my GPS to the office was ten fifteen. Oh well, fuck me. Yeah. Anyways, well we got there. The ferry. Favorite was kind of cool. I liked it at night. I was, I'm still upset we did not get Rowdy cut off at any point. I was, I know he, you, I ran several red lights and this man Rowdy ran them right behind him. And we were hoping the cutoff of the theories is going to be like in between us because it'd be really funny. Didn't fucking happen. Anyways, the house, night one, awesome. House was great. House is a lot bigger than usual. I noticed it was weird though because I don't know about you. I don't remember anybody else saying it but i smelled like kind of like a mildewy smell at the beginning when we first got there uh and it i didn't necessarily peg it as mildew I and mean, i smelled a scent but i just kind of chalked it up to like every house especially airbnbs 
yeah, I their own scent. Mildew's probably wrong. This like it was a little musty. makes sense because I'm pretty sure they put like turned the power off, and it makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of what it smells like a house with no power for sitting there for a while. Like that, water, especially water like, standing somewhere right on the beach. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we ended up making that bitch to an ice box night. We turned it down to like 63 in that bitch. Uh, we gave I gave everybody gifts. I gave everybody like I mean I tried making a little like makeshift minnow box kind of thing or minnow bucket kind of thing. I put some like brown paper at the bottom and then like little fishing lures, um, bobber. I put shots of deep Eddie's lime. Captain Morgan and some kind of blue jello shot. All of uh, which I have saved for the upcoming football season. <laughs> yeah, nobody ended up taking a shot the entire time. I was kind of disappointed. But other than that, um, then I got like... Well, because we had like 140 beers for two true. days. That's well, very true. Not even two days. Uh, I got some like beef jerky in there for like fish and snacks. Like, that'd be funny. Yeah. And then I can't think of what else I had in the tackle box itself. Oh, no, that was in the other. So I got everybody fanny pack too. Try to make it kind of like dad themed. So I got like fanny pack. I got some knockoff uh, Costa sunglasses. Yeah, Costa sunglasses. Which were really nice, by the way. Like, yeah, really great quality. The quality, I was surprised. I'm probably going to order a few more and just keep them for as much as I scratch my sunglasses, honestly. And they're yeah. polarized, and actually, That's what I'm saying. Were like fucking great. When I found out you were getting them off Teamu, I was like skeptical on the polarization, but they were phenomenal. They were great. Like I couldn't, I couldn't complain. We were fishing and crabbing in Galveston Beach water for 30 minutes before I like took my glasses off and realized the water was brown. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually clear because I got I could see my fucking chicken leg at the yeah. bottom. I was like, oh wow, I can't I can see anything in this. I've seen fish swim by, swim by. Take your glasses off, can't see shit. Yeah, well, but, like me and like as soon as we got there, me and Rowdy went like wading out into the water, and then I got out and got to fishing and stuff, and took my glasses off and seen the water, and I was like, maybe, maybe that's not the water I want to be out there knee deep in. <laughs> Especially because you can't see nothing fucking around you either. That's that's kind of the fucking scary part. But got the okay. So fanny pack, uh, sunglasses. I got everybody those little cracking things. It's it's like the shotgun tool or whatever. A few of us used it. I I, I still haven't used mine. Oh, you didn't use it. I never used mine. Um, that thing is pretty cool. I got every. I I was trying to find one more thing for like a dad gift. And that's why I got that stupid little pin. It's a pin that's like an all-in-one thing. It could be like a a, a pin, a level, a measure, a ruler. Like small small ruler. Um some other shit I can't remember. A stylus. Yeah. And some other shit I can't think of. But I think that's it besides cigars and um Oh, I forgot. I I forgot cutters. about the cigars. <laughs> Yeah, I got everybody cigar and cigar cutters too. That's pretty much the gift. So tonight when we all get there, we just stock the fridge, basically just drink, tell shoot shit, tell stories. Till like two in the morning. Yeah, it's like two and, in the morning. And we had to wake up at five thirty. Yeah, we had to be we our fishing boat, we had to be on the boat at seven. We had to take the ferry back across to Galveston. So we uh so we had to like be on the ferry at six AM. And we stayed yeah. up to drink until two AM. Yeah, but and we, we all, all shot... made it 
up and out of the house on time, which shocked me. Very shocked me. I mean, I got up 5 30 in the dock, got dressed, walked out there, said I'm ready to fucking roll. But I had a pounding headache, I guess, from not sleeping that much and then drinking all that fucking beer. See, I was surprised because I expected to feel rough that next day. I mean, and I was tired. I ended up taking a nap on the ferry. Uh, yeah, no, I looked back at the car, you're passed out. I know. Everyone's like, I'm getting out. And I was like, I'm fucking not. Like, as soon as you got out, that seat went back. Yeah, I know. But, um, but while so we were on the, the ferry. Whole, <laughs> yeah. While we're on the ferry, the fishing charter got canceled. And that was like fucking punch one in the gut. And it sucks because the entire week, I kept checking the weather over and over, and it showed sunny every day. So I'm like, I don't have to, not a fucking worry. There's no storm. It's not going to rain. Yeah. And then a fucking random thunderstorm, like, I mean, we came wake out up nowhere. We wake up Saturday morning at 5 30, and it is hissing rain. And it's lightning. What even rain? It was just thundering and lightning. Cause I was, uh, cause at 5 30, whenever I woke up to piss, I went and pissed off the wraparound porch oh. at the top of the beach house. And it's, it's fucking bright from the lightning keeps striking over. Yeah. I'm, I'm half asleep awake going, God damn, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So like an hour later at 6 30, we're supposed to leave at seven. Fishing guide yeah. cancels due to lightning. Says forecast shows lightning until 10. Our trip's only scheduled till 11. So. We were all kind of bummed. Um, Julian emails back as like so. We decided we just ate breakfast in Galveston. Julian emails back. Any openings for the afternoon? Can we get out in the afternoon after it clears up? We eat breakfast. Walk out of the breakfast place at like eight forty-five. It's clear. Like the clouds yeah. are parting. Like it's we we walked out of there partly cloudy, but no rain, no lightning. We got in there yeah. like eight eight thirty because we got to the place at seven thirty. Yeah, because I remember we got back to the house at nine on the dot. Right, and it was like the clouds were gone. By the time we got back to the house, it was bright and sunny and warm. The fuck, we saw the sunrise. That's I was like, we we saw the fucking. I was so pissed. Like the dude, like he could have just been like, "Hey, come on, we can wait an hour, wait it out." Literally, we paid for four hours at six thirty. If he would have waited till seven thirty, he could have been like, "Meet me at the dock at eight. We'll assess the situation, and and if he did, if he had done that, we'd have been on that boat at eight eight fifteen. No shit. Noon. Like that. That was the biggest like annoyance to me of the whole thing is like that before our scheduled time, he was just like, "Oh, lightning till ten, cancel," and then didn't respond to any of our emails after that about like trying to reschedule. Well, you know, he did. He responded saying his afternoon was booked up. And then Julian's like, do you know anybody else that can help us out? Like anybody else around that you know and fucking ghost? Nothing. We're like, well, fuck it. We're going to go home and watch college football and drink all day. So get on the ferry. We go home. It's kind of weird. We actually got to the ferry. Didn't even have to stop. We got let right onto the ferry. Yeah. Go to the other side. We get home. We lo- er, As soon as we open the door, no fucking power. And I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. That's punch number two to the gut. So I call all the fucking house or call the the housing people. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Just got back to the house. There's no power. So apparently lightning struck a power pole and caught on fire. And half the peninsula was out of power. So we're like, oh, fucking great. They're like, yeah, it's not going to come back out at two o'clock. And fucking Rowdy's in the background screaming, like, give us our money back. So I panic and hang up. 
before I could even fucking ask about a refund or anything, any kind of compensation. Which this kind of goes back to like us keeping the house at like 62 degrees the night before. It was still comfortable. Yeah. So that's 930 in Texas, South Texas. Uh, so yeah, we hang out, drink, don't no TV to watch. I'm watching Colorado, Nebraska on my phone. <laughs> um, finally, by about like 10, 30, 11, the house starts getting a little too stuffy. It was like so 10, 30. We are all like, okay, we can't watch football here. We have over $600 that just got refunded to us that we had all already planned to spend. Let's just go ha- halfway down the island and find a bar and just blow all this money watching football at the bar. First thing we find is a Margaritaville RV resort with a big-ass bar and grill. Yeah, and a swim-up pool and bar. And which, yeah. for people that don't know, like, Land Shark's one of my favorite beers. And so, it's made from Margaritaville. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go out. Yeah, and we all, we have this $600 amongst us. So, like, we're about exactly. to, to like, we're go. Exactly, we're about to go get fuckered up at this place. So we pull in. Can't find anywhere to park. Can't find anybody that works there. Finally, find somebody. And it's like, oh, yeah, our power's out. And we're like, damn. But, like, it was weird because there was, like, people all around. And we're like, yeah. your power's out? And he's like, yeah. And then he goes, this is what pissed me off. He goes, yeah, power's out to the whole island. So, yeah. at that point, oh, we immediately give up. And we're like, well, let's just see if we can find a store to get some stuff to take back to the house. Uh, like someone said, y'all don't have a generator? And he was like, no and uh that was me i asked that so we drive a mile down the road the first gas station we see has full power yep we're going there to buy shit everything was sky fucking high like a pet those um i think it was i can't remember it was one pack or two packs of cards it was like eight dollars good lord and like the ping pong ball set was like twelve dollars like fuck this for yeah, a beer ball ridiculous. or whatever. And, it's, it, and it wasn't even fucking 20 cups. It was 12 cups for fucking mm. that that fucking much. And we're like, fuck this. Let's just fucking leave. For example, a, a fountain drink, a 32-ounce one, was five bucks damn near. That's insane. Yeah, after taxes, I can't remember the exact price, but after taxes, it was like five bucks. But like, get the fuck out of this guy, this place. So we go down to... Uh, the the only fucking store in the island that has groceries, and they have it's like a bait shop also. So we just went there, grab. We even we even used the fucking cards and the balls and no, shit. we bought we bought the shit for it. drinking games. But we went ahead and said, "Fuck it, let's go ahead and buy shit to go fishing." So I spent I spent like hundred forty bucks on a fucking fishing pole, a crab catcher thing that I forgot. You left the it there. I don't know if I left it, but it was either it's either left there or somebody got that bitch, Jacob, Julian, mm. or Blythe. But got like fishing pole, net, rod holder, all this bullshit to go fishing and crabbing. And so we head back to the place. We go back upstairs and we're inside fit, putting together our fucking poles and shit. Um, fast forward, go fishing. Didn't catch shit but a buzz. That was it. Didn't go crab it or are we going crabbing? Not Jacob and I know was it Jacob and you or is it yeah, your it was wife me and, that saw me a and crab? Jacob. We found a few little rock crabs. Yeah, but I didn't 
I didn't see shit. Couldn't catch a fucking normal blue crab to save Which my life. Got me excited because we walk out on those rocks. Literally, first step I take on those rocks, I see a crab go run under a rock. So I'm like, oh fuck yeah, we're about to catch some crabs, <laughs> baby. You're then, excited. Like, so you walk up behind me and I was like, I like you're like, this spot's too shallow. I'm like, well, that spot right there. And so we go to walk out to like the spot where we were gonna throw our crab bait out. I get to that spot, another crab runs under a rock. And like I'm like, oh, it's right there, Hunter. It's like maybe it was obviously not the crab we were trying to catch, but yeah, literally everywhere I walk on these rocks, there's crabs. And we throw our bait out, no crabs. Yeah, not one. Even like losing one in the water, you can still see it. Nothing would come get it. Yeah. And um, those those Asian people that popped up and were fishing for crabs, so they couldn't catch anything either. So yeah. it wasn't just us. Um, but yeah, power comes yeah, think, back on. I think you went fishing. You, you're casting oh, pulled in. I, oh, I, we didn't even fucking mention this part. I, I threw Rowdy's... out a pole and just started like I threw out a pole and just started watching. Uh, got a few bites. Didn't didn't bring anything in but i just threw out my pole stuck it in the sand and watched the ending of colorado nebraska on my phone yeah oh, we didn't even bring up the rowdy yeah. drama but yeah we didn't even fucking bring this up so in the midst of coming back and finding out there's no power like shortly after that rowdy one of the guys that's there with us his girlfriend went home for the weekend to her parents and brought his dog with him with her and proceeded to let him outside an indoor dog that has enough energy as five toddlers bottled up is let outside with no fence and just gone and is lost i'll never forget like we just get back to the house there's no power hunter's on the phone hunter gets off the phone with the housing people we're like do we start drinking now what do we do where do we go and rowdy comes out of the bedroom and just goes Catherine lost my dog <laughs> so that that was gut, gut push number three margaritaville's number four that's what it was i was like i could like the way he said it i thought he was like not fucking around but like kind of over exaggerating and then he like tells what happened and like this dog is gone and then like they're asking around if anybody's seen it like later that like afternoon he said that an hour after because this was at like 9 30 10 o'clock at like eleven o'clock, someone saw it four miles down the road. No, I'm the one, and that that adds up because I've fucking been around the dog a couple of times. That he's fucking high. Well, because that was the moment where we were all like, "Oh, this dog's gone." Looking. Like this dog's getting it away. Like exactly. And so, and like Rowdy had said, like if they don't find it by three, like I might head back but mm-hmm. i don't know how far it was for him but he wasn't going to get back till dark it was and... like three and a half hours drive for him but he's like fuck it, i'll just leave at 4 30 in the morning um i'll fast forward to this because i'll forget to say but he he left at 4 30 in the morning woke woke up at 4 30 stayed and leave. drank with us all day we exactly. all made jokes about his dead yeah. dog all day long <laughs> well he gets halfway home and Catherine and her family wakes up and opens the door to find Rooster, which is his dog's name, just chilling on the front porch, ready to come, ready to come in, which, covered in mud and cuts. To my credit, oh, so this was the other terrible part. Someone, I can't remember who it was, told Rowdy he probably went out there and got bit by copperheads and is curled up under a tree. I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, I understand copperheads aren't as serious to dogs as humans, but like, still, like having that thought in your head when you're hours away, like. Why? Oh, Why? It, like you don't even have no proof. You're just speculating. 
This dog exactly. got attacked by snakes. I know. But it was. I it did was say because he kept talking about how it's an inside dog and it doesn't have like the instincts or whatever of an outside dog because it's always been raised inside. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then it's going to get hungry and come back. And I said, as soon as that dog is going to go out joyriding, and as soon as that dog's hungry, he ain't, he ain't going to be able to fend for himself. He's going to come right back. And, and he did. Luckily, he came back just dirty as fuck and had cuts all over him. So I know he was happy to see that. But back to, so we we give up on fishing. We're like, fuck this. It's hot. I'm, I was getting burnt. My neck was getting burnt like a bitch out there. Uh, we come back. We go upstairs. And we're in time for the Aggies game. We walk in. Aggies just scored a touchdown. And note, Rowdy is like a diehard Aggies fan. It's his dad graduated from there. His grandfather graduated from there. Like, it's a family thing. And, well, we're up 7 nothing. I'm also Aggies fan. Sorry. We're up 7 nothing. I'm I'm pumped. We're pumped. And then we to unranked Miami, by the way. Yeah, yeah to Could unrank Miami, and then slowly start losing. Halftime, I start prepping dinner, which we were having uh, jalapeno poppers, burgers, and hot links. So, so I start prepping that at halftime. Poppers. We spent so like an hour prepping jalapeno poppers, and probably ten minutes eating them all. We like we were eating them as they were coming off the grill. We cooked. I know. We cooked at least sixty jalapeno poppers on a little Weber kettle charcoal grill. No shit. And we are just popping them whores in our mouth while we were deep cooking them. I got but, um, third degree burns on my hands trying to flip jalapeno poppers. <laughs> so Gooch helped me go downstairs and cook while the third quarter kicked off. And we're getting updates about it on our phone and Miami just starts fucking going up. Going up. Yeah. Now we're seeing fucking A&M get blown out as Rowdy's dogs fucking. Tyler missing. Van Dyke just starts ripping the ball. I'm expecting to see Rowdy go flying over the balcony any second. Yeah. Just give yeah. just giving up. Yeah, Rowdy was not doing well. And then uh, that's probably the most fuckered up I got, most drunk I got was down there cooking because I was just drinking one after another down yeah. there, slamming them. Uh, um, that little grill that it took three tries to get dude, that it got started. So it got so hot. Hot as shit. It got so hot. Um, but other than that, we went up, ate dinner. Finished watching Texas Alabama, which is a hell of a game. Uh, went outside and smoked cigars. For the first time buying cigars, I, I really liked it. I like that cigar. I said I've smoked a plethora of cigars, not a, a ton, plethora. but a variety. And those were definitely some of the better cigars I've smoked. I was impressed. Yeah, oh, that was good. It was called Caribbean Cool, I think. And it was like mint, Caribbean rum, and citrus notes. So it was really good. Anyways, smoke cigars. That tapped out a few people. So people started slowly going to bed. And there was me, Gooch, and Blythe on the couch watching Oklahoma State of all fucking games. Arizona State, Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, they both passed the fuck out while watching. So I just walk over to the bedroom and go to bed. And that's pretty much it. We woke up cooked three dozen eggs and fucking a pound and a half of bacon, two pounds. I don't know how much the pack was. It was a big-ass pack of bacon. It was a giant pack of bacon. Cooked all that shit for breakfast. We ate breakfast. Gooch left at about 10, 30, 11. It was, it was like right before 10, 30. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't even hug nobody by or nothing. You just like dip. I, I already had all my bags packed. I literally finished my breakfast, put my plate in the sink, grabbed my bags. I was like, all right, it was a good time. See y'all later. Boom, gone. Yeah, I know. You left fast as 
fuck? I had a fucking seven hour drive. Oh, I was trying to get to Dallas before four. Did you? I got there at three and skated right through Dallas. Did you even stop at Denton? Denton yeah, Bucky's? I stopped at Madisonville Bucky's, which sucks. I told you. I was going to text you. I, I'd been before. Yeah. It was only because I was about to pee my pants. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't think I bought anything. I, might, I think I bought like a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. But so I stopped because I need caffeine. I was struggling to make it to Madisonville. So I like stopped and I kind of, as I was walking through, kind of like, is there anything worth looking at? Dude, no. Like that Madisonville no. Bucky's is terrible. Yeah, because it's always so fucking packed. They're always out of shit. I'm just like, it was not fuck good. This. So I yeah, got, I, I think I got like a bang and some trail mix and left. And then, yeah, hit, that shit hit, was rough. Hit Denton and did all my like, got food, got drinks, got like stuff for like gifts and like for people and stuff, souvenirs. It's been like a, yeah. almost a hundred dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Um, no, that's, I told you, bro, that Denton Bucky's gets me. I've, I'd be donating money in that Denton Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, you left at 1030. We stayed and cleaned up, finished packing. Rowdy left his Crocs and his, uh, his one of his gifts, the 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 minnow bucket one. But me and Bly sat on the TV, or sat on the couch and watched uh, Texans, Ravens, and he was watching Titan Saints on his phone. And Julian Jacob went and packed, up, packed all our shit up. And then we left from there. That was pretty much it. We stopped at Bucky's and Baytown because we, the ferry had an over hour wait, and so we're like, Good "Fuck Lord. that! We're going the we're going the long way." So we just went around, uh, yeah. went through Beaumont. Shout out Jade. Went through Beaumont and then hit I ten through Baytown. Stopped at Bucky's. Went home that way. Stopped at Twin Peaks and had lunch slash dinner. Nice. And yeah, that was. That was uh... bachelor party that we planned for a month and then did zero of the things that we planned what hurt is that me and julian spent a collective six to eight hours just going over the fishing charters making sure because first off he don't know how to swim he hates like he he wanted like the best boat that we wouldn't fucking fall off on so we made sure to book one that had like high walls and shit like that to where we weren't gonna fucking fall off but not only being that picky for the boat, but making sure it's a good boat too, with a captain that knew his shit. And so we finally right. found one. And just for all that research to go flush down the toilet, I left your review in the house today. I left it four stars. Hmm. Because I put on there, I was like, I don't want I didn't want the, the being out of power experience to be all on the house because I was that really was a natural thing. Like we couldn't yeah. control that. We drove by the transformer that got struck by lightning. Exactly. And so I'll put on there that um like you could tell that the they had the power off because the the fridge wasn't that cool and there's water in the bottom of the freezer. And so I was like, there's that, the smell whenever you first got there. But other than that, like the house is spacious, rooms was great. However, they want us to do the dishes before we leave. There was no dish soap. Or dishwasher pods. They wanted us to take all the trash out. There was no trash bags. Like, the stuff they wanted us to do, they didn't supply it. And not only that, I never even mentioned this, we had to bring our own sheets and pillowcases. Oh, fuck. I think I left my pillowcase. Damn. (laughs) We had to bring our own sheets and pillowcases because ever since COVID, they charge people $150 if if you want linens. And we're like, fuck that. We all got extra sheets at home we'll bring. But... That's a trip. We spent long enough time talking about it. We spent fucking 20, 25 minutes talking about this shit. 
Yeah. So on to week one, which we mentioned in our story. Um, so we're going to tackle our weekly NFL recaps a little differently this year. We are reviving and modifying a segment that used to be a week, like an every episode segment, um, highs and lows. So we're going to revamp highs and lows for our weekly recaps. So we will give you guys our highs and lows from the past NFL week. And we'll also be doing a weekly hot takes segment. So, uh, Hunter, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I'll let you go ahead and start. I'm not going to knock all of mine out because I don't want to like, if we have the same one, I don't want to just like run over like two of yours. So I'll go with uh, my first high is the Lions defense from Thursday Night Football. I I was highly skeptical. I mean, they had like the 31st or 30th ranked defense last year. So bottom of the barrel and didn't make just like a didn't make a ton of additions, drafted some rookies that played well. But, I mean, that defense went out there and got after the Chiefs, which was it a depleted Chiefs team? Yes, but mm-hmm. it was still Patrick Mahomes at full strength. So I holding, will... holding him to two touchdowns. Yeah, I'll, I will go in a little homer on one of my highs. I want to go Texans defense. Um, Of course, I would have mentioned – I was going to mention at some point, but they are eons better. Yeah, we lost 25-9. to nine. I was about to say, didn't y'all give up three touchdowns? Yes, but it was anyways, and the fact that we made Lamar Jackson look like shit out there. Like the run game is the only thing that is what killed us. Really, is the is Justice Hill basically he fucked us. I think he had two touchdowns. So the crazy thing, he had two touchdowns. But they were all goal line touchdowns. He had eight exactly. carries for nine yards and two touchdowns. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, so it was Lamar Jackson had. 17 for 22 for 169 and an interception. Our punter couldn't putt for shit. So every time the Ravens got the ball, they were in good field position. So if you look at the yardage, he's we we did we did good. Yeah. But I think Lamar Jackson had like 169 yards and like 20 or 30 rushing yards. And so I was I was really excited. Uh Will Anderson had his had a sack his first game. Um, he is at the top 10 of pass rusher win percentage. So pretty good for a rookie so far. Um, my second high is Baker Mayfield and the new look Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like that. Um, I was really hope people were really not giving Baker a shot and were quick to write off Tampa Bay this year. I was open-minded and ended up his stat line wasn't amazing. 21 for 34, 173, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, so, I mean, quality. And he led them to a win over the Minnesota Vikings week one at home. No shit. Well, at On the road, Minnesota Vikings were at home. So, I mean, that's an impressive win for, a, for quarterback's first game with the team. Yeah, I mean, he's really – had everything he needed for success because, I mean, he had Mike Evans, who's never had under a 1,000 yards. He had Connor Godwin, who's a great fucking Who? wide receiver, too. What did I say? You said Connor Godwin? It's Chris Godwin. I don't know who the fuck I'm thinking of. Chris Godwin, who's a good wide receiver, too. Yeah. You got Rashad White in the backfield, which, I mean, he was kind of quiet. 
a quality have, defense. Yeah, quality defense. You have a, like average line at best. I mean, Tristan Wirfs is great. Yeah, I don't know who else is on the who on the line to be fair. But hey, shout out Bucks, man. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look at the games and see if there's another high on here. I'd probably say Cowboys defense. Yeah, I mean that that one. Well, defense and special teams. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I mean they scored almost half their they scored like half their points on defense and special teams in a forty zero ass whipping. If they can keep that consistent, that's really going to make up for their their lackluster. I don't want to say lackluster offense, but the offense that's been let that's let people down for years. Yeah, they're underachieving offense. There you go. That's the fucking word. So my last high is. I got to go with my team as well. Um, the Bill O'Brien Patriots. No one gave us a chance against the Eagles. We lost by five. Line was four and a half. That stung. But we had two separate chances at a game-winning drive. Um, it was the best I've probably ever seen Mac Jones play. He had a quality stat line, played well, took care of the ball. We just need receivers. Same thing I said all offseason. Why I wanted us to draft a receiver. At the end of the day, it came down to it. Our receivers couldn't get it done in the fourth quarter when we needed them to move the ball, and it cost us. But I mean, every I mean, people are talking about Eagles return to the Super Bowl, and we played them within five with multiple chances to steal the game at the end. So I'll take that over the pitiful offense we showed last year every week yeah that was kind of shocking honestly wasn't expecting that i was very shocked uh my last high is gonna be the rams i did not expect them to beat the seahawks yeah i mean divisional game where were they in seattle or in los angeles um they were in seattle that's impressive. Divisional game on the road with nobody. Like, they didn't have Cooper Cup, which, I mean, that's really the only player they were missing. But their wide receiver one was Puka Nakua. And that man lit it up. Yeah. and uh, Kyron Williams and Cam Akers, but that's a two-headed backfield duo, apparently. Which I think Kyron Williams is going to take over that job because he had a decent stat line. He had... 15 for 52, I think. And Cam Akers was the the lead back in the in the duo. 22 carries for 29 yards. Why like why are we still doing the, the Cam Akers experiment at this point? The dude's not good. No shit. Like um, I, I fully expect Kyron Williams to be getting the majority of touches by week 10. I'm going to start off with the pretty obvious low. The Aaron Rodgers experience lasted a grand total of like seven minutes. It lasted like, I think it was, it was, it was like single digit plays. Yeah, I think it was it was one drive for sure. It was on the first drive. It was halfway through the first drive. Yeah. And he snapped his Achilles. I don't know what else to say. I mean... The hype surrounding New York just went down the toilet that fucking fast. Yeah, I mean, and it could not have happened on a worse day because we've already talked about 
the the Jets September 11th season opener, the internet was in mid-season form with a New York Jet going down with a season-ending injury on 9-11. <laughs> it was great. I loved every bit of it. Like, I love how, like, uh, other countries try to make jokes or try to say, like, if we, like, make fun of their country, they say, oh, you shouldn't talk about that. That would be the equivalent of us making a 9-11 joke. Like, have you talked to any American? <laughs> That's our favorite past 9-11 jokes. That, that, that really gets the loins going. Like, oh, but then, like, I made myself laugh with the, uh, after Josh, or after Zach Wilson come in, tried to scramble, uh, didn't slide, got wrapped up from behind, and as he's falling forward, gets just blasted by the middle linebacker just straight like he's got a guy holding on to his legs and then gets cut in half by the middle linebacker and i instantly made a meme and sent it in the group chat it was the george bush with the guy whispering in his ear it's like it's like sir they've hit the second tower and i recaptioned it sir they've hit the second quarterback yeah, and I tell the dumbass I tweet it. What does he do? He tweets it for his fucking personal. I account. literally just went to Twitter, and you're like, they have like the quick picture options. I literally went to Twitter, hit tweet, hit that picture, hit tweet, and like as soon as I was hitting tweet, I was like, I bet he meant tweet this from the podcast account. But if it makes you feel better, it got six likes and one quote. Yeah, I, and it killed me because it was six minutes after you posted. You're like, it's only got like so many views. Delete it and repost it. It was too. It was the game had moved on from then, and it wouldn't have been as trendy. Like that's six minutes. To, I told you, bro. Twitter, you have to be fast. Like the Jets didn't even have the ball at that point. Like that tweet wouldn't have made sense. But anyways, uh, my low ties directly with Hunter's low. My low is the Jets' offensive line is one of the worst I've ever seen. I mean, it's the reason Aaron Rodgers' season is over. Because the guy that hit him and blew his Achilles apart came unblitzed or unblocked on a blitz through the offensive line, full force at Aaron Rodgers. He couldn't scramble away, gets rolled up, bang, there goes the Achilles. Zach Wilson, like I will say, as much as I have shit on Zach Wilson in the last month on this podcast, Zach Wilson looked better. He didn't look great, but he looked much improved from last year. Yeah, he didn't look amazing, but he, but he was running for back. his life. That, oh, I didn't realize. I know you've been saying it on here, how shit that is. I have not realized how shit that O-line was until I watched. I literally said after episode one of Hard Knocks, the Jets will be good, but the O-line will hold them back. Yeah, and you were you right 100%. That was the fact that shit. Brees Hall broke off those two big runs that he did blows my mind. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking know how. Um, um my second low is goes back to Cowboys Giants and my second low is Dak. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's hyping the Cowboys, everyone's high on the 40 to 0 blowout. But like we've already covered, the defense and special teams carried that performance. If you actually dig into the stats and the box score, Dak Prescott did not play well. 40-0, to zero, Giants couldn't do anything on either side of the ball. Pollard had 14 carries for 70 yards, two touchdowns. So like the Giants defense was not locked down. 
Like the the Dallas Cowboys were moving the ball. Dak's final line was 13 for 24, 143 yards, and no touchdowns. Mm. That's pathetic. And that um. is and I said I boiled it down to this. Like my key takeaway from this game was the Dallas Cowboys are not as good as the Giants are bad. Um, my second low shall be the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't understand why I can watch this game, of course. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it was just a fluke, if they underestimated the Browns. I know Joe Burrow's never beat the Browns. Beat them once. Maybe, okay, he's never beat them at home. Excuse me. Or never beat them in Cleveland. The only explanation I can I have for that game is it was Joe Burrow's first game back Joe Burrow missed a month of training camp due to a concussion and because of recovering from his concussion he missed all every preseason game so this was Joe Burrow's preseason and like he said he hadn't hardly been on a football field in like 30 days so that's the one free pass I'm given it needs to look better next week um, I don't know if I have another low. I have one more, and that can be the end. Okay, um, go ahead. My last low, I'm hammering on the Dallas-New York game, but was um the Giants' front office. You get a low for the week because you got beat 40-0. to zero. The Dallas Cowboys gave you one point for every million dollars you agreed to pay Daniel Jones this year. You signed Daniel Jones to a four-year, $160 million deal, like 120 of which is guaranteed, and lose four, put up zero points in your first game under this new contract. That is... And I once again, I said it when they signed the contract. That is a historically bad contract. In no universe is Daniel Jones a $40 million quarterback. Yeah, that's... And we all got to watch it on national television on Sunday. Yeah, that was rough. So that is it for highs and lows week one. Uh, we will transition on this quick segment. will be a little bit quicker. Um, Hunter, do you have any hot takes coming off of week one? Um, I guess I could have been thinking about nah, not really hot takes. Um, the Chiefs are fucking. I don't see them being a Super Bowl winner without without Kelsey. See, I'm afraid because like we said this last year, and we just Chiefs saw it. We started one. like two and three last year, and everyone was the Chiefs are dead. Their offense can't move the ball. Their defense is absolutely atrocious, and they won the Super Bowl. So hey, that's why this is hot takes. I'm waiting and seeing. I'm hoping to see a Chiefs team and Mahomes specifically that comes out with a vengeance this week. Because, I mean, that that's what great teams do. When great teams lose, they bury their next opponent. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping and expecting from the Chiefs. I mean, I valid. I mean, that is a hot take because I'm sitting over here disagreeing with you. So, touche. I might have another hot take then that you might disagree with. And my hot I, oh go ahead. You go double you, you go. I was like, my hot take, my first hot take is that um so the Eagles had to replace both coordinators. 
in the offseason because they lost their OC and their DC to head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. The Eagles offensive coordinator needs to quit babying Hurts and take the training wheels off and let him be Jalen Hurts. You almost lost to the Patriots, who are, are supposed to finish last in their division. You almost lost because you're afraid to let your running quarterback run the football. Mm-hmm. Imagine looking Jalen Hurts in the eye and telling him you don't want him to run the football. No shit. That's crazy. And they're scared. They only want him to run left so that when he takes on hits, he takes them on with his left shoulder and not his right shoulder. I'm like, no. Jalen Hurts is not a quarterback that operates in structure. Like, Jalen Hurts is a playmaker. Jalen Hurts is a ball player. You just have to let that dude loose and let let the game come to him and let him attack defenses. If Jalen Hurts is not attacking defenses, that offense is not going to work. And, I mean, it almost didn't on Sunday against the Patriots. There's no reason the Eagles should have been, like, struggling to close out the New England Patriots. So... Take the training wheels off of Jalen Hurts. Um, hot take number two is I could the, the I could see the Packers winning the NFC North again. Jordan Love is him. Yeah, we all. Um, I was wrong. I will be the first to admit that I was wrong. I mean, this is week one, but still, Jordan Love is is him. Then three years behind res- Aaron Rodgers paid off. Big name receiver who I he don't need it. Wide receiver Romeo one, Dub- Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, give him give him Romeo Dobbs. Not even Christian Watson. Yeah, and I think so. He may not even have Christian Watson this week. Hey, we'll roll, we'll roll with Dobbs, Musgrave, and Aaron Jones, baby. Yeah, yeah, he looked really good. It would be crazy if he ends up panning out and being a long term quarterback for the Packers. Because, like, I mean, me and you could be sitting here at 30, 35, almost, years old, talking about we've seen three Packers quarterbacks in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. I mean, you roll from Favre right into Rodgers, right into Love. Like, that's crazy if it pans out that way. It makes me sick thinking about it. Yeah, it makes me sick thinking about it. Because, meanwhile, like, Houston, look at us. I don't have enough fingers to count who we've gone through. Right. Right. It's fucking sick, man. Um, Do you have another hot take or not? I have one more. This is my last one and probably my most passionate one. Hunter already knows about it. He's heard it. Uh, The Jaguars defense is... I'm not, I'm not even going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be a problem. It's going to cost them this. It's going to cost them that. I'm worried about the Jags defense. That's my hot take. I'm not saying the Jags are a bad football team. I'm not saying the Jags won't win X amount of games. I'm saying in the long term, I have worries about the Jags football or about the Jags defense. Even after Josh Allen having three sacks? I don't care. You let Anthony Richardson put up 263 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns, uh, one interception, I believe. I think. I mean... We were talking about this guy's going to throw 15, 17, 20 interceptions. And you get one for 263. And I think he had two touchdowns or maybe two passing and one rushing. I don't remember. I mean, he had a good debut for a rookie that everyone was worried wasn't going to take care of the ball. 
We beat them by double digits. They're the worst team in the league. Almost like yeah. And the mental gymnastics of the Jags fans who talked for two months about how they're gonna blow the Colts out of the water, and then they get they beat them by ten with a garbage time touchdown to make it ten. They were up three with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were losing in the fourth quarter at one point. Mm-hmm. So the mental gymnastics to go from trashing the Colts for two months to trying to build the Colts up post game into a viable football team that they just beat by 10 is all time. Like the you Colts are not good. The you Colts are not good at all. If you're sitting wait. here trying to argue with me that the Colts are a good, decent football team that you just beat, like you've already lost the argument because I can't take you seriously. If you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that the Indianapolis Colts are a viable football team in 2023, that's an unserious conversation. And the case of the matter is that they allowed 21 points to a bad football team, and I'm worried about your defense. Absolutely. And, and um, we'll get to showcase that. Honestly, I hope Kelsey doesn't play. Because if Kelsey plays, then it's the full-strength Chiefs, and you can make excuses regardless. But if Kelsey doesn't play, we get to see a tr- tried-and-true quarterback attack your defense and then we will truly see your defense for what it's worth and maybe i'll be wrong maybe i won't like we that will truly be the test which i would go out on a limb to say with the predictions that are being made for the jags not just by jags fans i mean you have analysts and reporters projecting them 13 in the ballpark of 13 wins one seed in the playoffs i mean people are People are ranking them as Super Bowl contenders. So if that's the truth, if that's the reality, then you you have to take on a full-strength Chiefs team. I mean, because you're going to have to go through them at some point. So, Jags Which fans, they are getting Chris Jones back, too. So he re-signed Chris he Jones. Signed so, I mean, this is the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. Like, we will see, Jags fans. Mm-hmm. We will see. We will see who's right on Sunday. That's all I'm going to say. Now we already talked about Rogers being out for the year, tore his Achilles. We now the Jets only, yeah, uh, the Jets only have to pay the Packers a second round pick now because he played less mm-hmm. than sixty five percent of the snaps. So I saw something just came out while you were talking about that with the Garrett, with Garrett Wilson and uh, Aaron Rodgers. It says that that the half at halftime they talked. And Roger told him, sorry, kid, about not being able to, like, fucking play with him all year. I'm sick that I drafted fucking Garrett Wilson in the second round pick or second round. I am sick. I mean, Garrett Wilson went in the first round of multiple fantasy drafts I was in. I. Oh, Garrett Wilson. I'm in six leagues and I will say Garrett Wilson slotted in in roughly the 10 to 15 range in pretty much all six of my drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I had, him in, I had him in dynasty, which I didn't mind that. I mean, I got up for his career there. I ain't tripping because the dude's good. He saved his day Monday last night with a miraculous touchdown. Did you see how cooked sauce got last night? He allowed uh-uh. like 60 something yards on like six, five or six receptions. Good Lord. I, so I did think it was weird that like in the fourth quarter, he wasn't even covering digs. 
DJ Reed was covering digs in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, you got Derek Stingley. Stingley that's been fucking covering OBJ. Only thing he allowed was one pass for I think it was like twenty yards. Other than that, and then Tariq uh, Woolen from Seattle allowed one reception for five yards. Yeah, both played better than Sauce as a sophomore. I mean, I think Sauce will bounce back. One last thing before we get into the the way too early awards predictions. So I saw something today where Jonathan Taylor hasn't been around the team at all. And apparently Ursay is telling him, like, hey, we don't want you to be around here while you're on Golly. So pretty much he's not going to be fucking playing for the Colts again. Safe to say. Oh, that's wild. That's crazy. Um, I feel like I almost let this slide. Did we have to talk about this? Um, Today it came out the – NFL, I think, or the Buffalo Bills, one of the two, is being sued by Jim Trotter. Uh, I think he's an ESPN reporter for comments made by the for racist comments made uh, during the COVID season on a Zoom call by the Bills owner. Um. So when all the 2020 COVID protests were happening, the players were protesting. Um. They started working with the players. They did certain Black Lives Matter uh, kind of things in during the NFL season. They let them start wearing like messages on their helmets. I'm sure. I think some people still do that. Uh, well, during kind of the setup of all that, on a call with reporters, when asked about it, the Bills owner said to a reporter, "Um." If the blacks hate it here that much, let them go back to Africa and see how they like that. Jesus. And then, so that got back. Jim Trotter wasn't on that call. Jim Trotter is a black ESPN reporter. I think he was facing, I may be getting that wrong, but Jim Trotter is a black NFL reporter. Um, Allegedly reported it to the NFL, asked for something to be done. He was told that it was being handled internally and essentially seems as if it was swept under the rug. In the midst of all of this, Jim Trotter filed a separate suit or mentioned either, either filed a separate suit or mentioned in his original suit, Jerry Jones, and a comment made in another Zoom call around the same time um, that if they don't like it, blacks can start their or can start their own league and run it however they want. Jesus Christ. Which not shocking coming out of the mouth of Jerry Jones. I don't think anybody read that uh, like from Jer- Jerry Jones and went, I can't believe he would say something like that. <laughs> um, Another thing that I saw in the news a little bit is that there's rumors that the Vikings are going to trade Justin Jefferson this year. That Why? Because he was kinda... pissed on the sideline after that game? Like, well, it was before the game. I saw also that people were saying that, but I just want to say I, I believe I said it on here. I kind of called it because they're good at drafting first round wide receivers. Jordan Addison had a good game. Stephon Diggs was great. Traded him, boom, got Jefferson Jefferson. Traded him, boom, you got Jordan Addison who recorded the fastest fucking speed. Yeah, I mean, won. yeah, I, don't, I feel like that's getting a little cocky to think that you can just keep hitting like. Jordan Addison had a good week one. Am I ready to bet on him being the next Justin Jefferson? 
not necessarily. Do you want to do the NFL awards things this week and next week? Um, we're an hour in, so I'm up for either one. We still have to do winter booze. Yeah, we still, so let's push it off to next week. All we right. had that 25 minute intro with uh, the bachelor trip. We will spare you our way too early awards predictions until next week and roll promptly into week two of winter booze. No tabs were paid, so Colton goes to seven, Wiz goes to 11. I will offer the same olive, olive branch as last week. Colton, if you're listening, seven shots paid before kickoff on Thursday night will get you access to the dock and allowed to make your picks. So we we will need video record of said shots. Um, but for the time being, losing is an automatic double shot since it can only go one way. I finished the week with a record of nine and seven. Hunter, what did you go last week? I went a spectacular four and twelve. Oof! So that means yeah, Hunter wins himself a double shot. To be fair, week one was fucking crazy. Like I didn't expect some of those scores to happen like they did. To be fair, I don't think a lot of people did. Yeah, there you was did. A, fucking well, nine and seven ass. I I feel good about nine and seven. Um, did the Raiders win outright? Yeah, they they won 17-16. Yeah, so I didn't expect the Raiders to win outright. Uh, Tennessee lost by one, I believe. Green Bay, I feel good about the Green Bay pick because Hunter was hammered Chicago minus one, and Green Bay whooped that ass. Yeah, Green Bay fucking stomped. I was watching that at uh, Twin Peaks. I was like, God damn. I'm not, I'm not going to let it slide that Hunter also picked the Giants plus – uh, three and a half. Yeah, I thought I was really banking on the Giants defense. I was hyped all year. I was banking on that, banking on Darren Waller being a, being a good addition, Jalen Hyatt panning out nice. I was banking on a lot. Didn't work out. So this fucking shit smells like Germex, man. It's fucking Tito's. How long has it been in that flask? Since Julian's wedding last. Oh no, just this year. So it's March nineteenth. Good lord. Been in there six months. Yeah, that fucking smells like straight watered down Germex. Is it okay to leave alcohol in a flask? Alcohol sterile. Yeah, I know, but I can see on the lid where it's been heating some of the metal. Nice. So you'll be fine. Drink up. Oh god. <laughs> oh. You got one more. <laughs> Oh, straight vodka was a bad decision for this shit. I hate vodka shots. Oh, that was an aggressive reaction. It was just warm and it just felt like I was drinking warm battery acid. That shit was rough. I'm sure the slight metallic taste doesn't help. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, I'm chasing with water. Oh God, Jesus! All right, all right. That's enough of that shit. We should we got to lead the episodes with this from now on. Um, Minnesota uh, game one Thursday night football. Minnesota goes to Philly. Philly at the short week. Philly's favored by seven. Um, 
after the way I just watched them fucking play against New England, I don't think I can confidently take that. Yeah, well, that take Minnesota here. I I have to take the Minnesota bounce back. You and I Cause, both, because I also think that Minnesota will. Like, I mean, which, their offense played pretty good. Their receivers put up good numbers. I don't know why they only scored two touchdowns. Bro, like under my tongue is just burning right now. I don't know why. <laughs> um, on to Sunday. Raiders go to Buffalo. Buffalo's favored nine and a half coming off that barn burner with the Jets. Mm. Um I I can't. I I'm taking Raiders. All the all the Raiders have to do is keep it single digits. So please don't let me down, Raiders. This is Kind of, I don't know. The lines this week are crazy. Wait till we get down lower. There are some aggressive. I mean, the lines. Bills also went against a really nice New York defense. I, and Josh defense Allen is... played like garbage. You know what? Just I, I, I can't bet against Josh, Josh Allen and the Bills. Oh, right. Here, here, and now it starts. Um, Ravens Shots, shots in already. Man. Go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a chance to recover. Cincinnati's favored by three and a half, even after that atrocious performance. Scored three points last week. They're favored by three and a half this week. I I don't know. I could see Baltimore keeping this game close. I can too. Cincinnati looked like fucking dog shit. That's what I was like. I once again, I think they'll bounce back. I don't know if they'll be able to bounce all the way back by Sunday. I think it might kind of be a gradual process. And I think they'll, I think they will, especially because now Baltimore has to come back. They didn't look too hot again. This game did good against Houston, but Houston could punt for shit, had great field position. Right. They lost JK Dobbins. That's true. If this game was in Baltimore, I would probably hammer Ravens. Same. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trust Burrow to figure it out to knock the rust off and move on. Hunter takes KC minus three at Jacksonville. I do too. The only problem with moving these episodes up to Tuesday is that we get the early lines that haven't moved yet, and That's we fine. get. I like the raw shit. We haven't. We don't know about uh like player updates either we don't know if kelsey's gonna play they're saying he's making progress we don't know what that means and he could have a setback tomorrow but i'm I mean, just gonna yeah cross... I, I like doing this for the thursday night game though that way it gives people a whole day in advance or possibly even more time to listen yeah to yeah no i mean recording on tuesdays is the move it just makes these picks harder i'm gonna tr- i'm gonna cross my fingers and trust that Kelsey is back on the field Sunday, and that the you know we forgot to mention at uh with the bachelor party is that you we introduced me and Rowdy to fucking sleeper picks. Oh sleeper god! Gambling. And on top of Rowdy watching AM lose and losing his dog, he lost a shit hundred dollars. Well, I mean, he ended up making. I think he deposited a hundred in and got the deposit match. Right. And then I think he said he ended up making one hundred seventy four back. So I guess he technically was. He's over. still in the hole, but. Well, not no. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, from credits, but no because he only put a hundred dollars in his shit. Whoa. I, however, lost every fucking bet that I. I went. Lost. I went zero and twenty eight. Yeah, you made twenty eight different bets. I I made twenty eight different entries. And I lost every one of them. I went over for like eight. And 
I went O, and I, I lost the the bet. It was a two part parlay, and one part was Christian McCaffrey to get over a rushing yard. The other part was Jalen Hurts to get a rushing touchdown against the sorry ass Patriots, and he couldn't even do that because his new offensive coordinator scared to run the ball. Yeah, I had one that was going to hit. All I was waiting on was um, over one and a half passing touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers. And, well, you fucking see what happened That there. got voided, though, didn't it? No. Yeah, Sleeper announced yesterday that they voided all Aaron Rodgers tickets. Oh, well, then the bet fucking voided. My balance yeah, $9. Gone, it hasn't gone through yet. It hasn't come back to you yet. All right, Chargers are in Nashville against the Titans. Titans are three-point home underdogs. I'm going to take the Chargers here. Yeah, they played the Dolphins really good. The Titans. Apparently, the the Kellen Moore offense really confused me. I thought it was going to be a passing fucking machine. Apparently, it's not. uh, It's a run game machine. They put over 200 yards rushing in that game. Yeah. um, The Titans defense looked good, but the Saints are not the Chargers. Um, another surprising thing. Well, I'll touch it in a minute. Green Bay at Atlanta. Green Bay favored by two. I'm taking Green Bay here, but a surprising thing was how Tyler Algier was used. Yeah, as a goal line specialist. Yeah, and oh, I was so fucking pissed because I would one final leg and another one was a Bijan rushing touchdown. Oh, I hammered. He had a receiving touchdown. That's why I, I wish I hammered Bijan rushing touchdown. Well, and Tyler Algier vultured all the goal line touchdowns that is what really pissed me off i yeah i don't understand what's going on there but there's that that offense is just in shambles drake london had one target yeah i don't know what the fuck arthur smith what the fuck are you cooking smells like shit all right seahawks uh uh, go to detroit detroit's favored by six this feels like a big overreaction by vegas i'm taking seattle I this is a tough one for me. Seattle is still a good football team. They they have a phenomenal secondary. I'm not saying the Lions are bad, but the Lions are not six point favorites. Good. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Man. I don't know what to do. Do I want to try to catch up? I'm, I'm going to play the long game. I want to be safe because that is a kind of a big thing. I want to play the long game. I'm not going to do a week one overreaction. I'm trying right. to catch up immediately. Here we go. This is basically a pick em line. Uh, Colts in Houston. Colts are favored by one on the road. Look, I'm riding with the, the Jags defense is a little sus. Jags defense is sus. Even if you're a Jags defense defender, you can't seriously say the Jags defense is better than the Houston defense. Like I'm, I'm with Hunter on this one. The Houston defense should be enough to give Anthony Richardson problems. If it even is Anthony Richardson, we don't know the status of his ankle that he left the game on against Jacksonville. Man, I don't want things. CJ Stroud looked like a stud towards the, like once he got the the first game nerves shaken, he was just dropping dimes. And it was so sad because every time we fucking made a conversion, there was a holding call on the line. 
I was sick. I'm like, motherfucker, we can't get ahead. Also, nobody all offseason talked about Robert Woods. And myself including, I thought it was going to be that. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a non-factor. What? He's the wide receiver one. Which Nico's wide receiver two. Those rookie quarterbacks have a tendency to find weird connections with receivers you wouldn't expect. So, Hey, Woods... Nico and Dalton Schultz are the three people to have a fantasy in that offense, apparently. Uh, um, all right, all Chicago right. at Tampa. Tampa's favored by three. I am gonna take Tampa. Me too. I I'm am still... hopping, especially if the if they go through and win again at home against Chicago. I'm hopping on the Tampa Bay train. Love to see it. Do you have anything on that? Just that, I mean, I'm still in a wait-and-see pattern on Chicago. I need them to show me that they're good before I start believing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All they, right. got, they got drama with Chase Claypool now. This is crazy to me. Arizona is home underdogs to the Giants. The Giants just got the doors blown off of them by the Cowboys, and they are five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Cardinals. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take the Giants winning, but I don't the Cardinals kept it relatively close with the commanders somehow. I'm taking Arizona. Five and a half points is a ton. Um I just this feel is, like the Giants are gonna be real I mean, forty to zero is a historic loss in the NFL. Yeah, this is where we're I'm taking another split away from you. I'm going um do, 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 do. I'm going New York. I think they're gonna have a bounce back, and they'll be able to do it. Honestly, some of these spreads I feel like are trying to force my hand because this next spread: Niners go to the Rams. Niners are eight point road favorites in a divisional game against the Rams. When like betting logic tells you, like I mean. A, a home, a divisional home underdog this big, you're supposed to hammer. But I feel like this is one of those things where like Vegas is trying to push me onto Rams plus eight, and I'm not going for it. I'm not, not after, going to either. Not after Bro, how I saw them dismantle that Pittsburgh defense. I did have a hot take, and I totally forgot it. I did have another one. My hot take is that the Niners are winning the NFC. I mean, that's. That's my like. I mean, just I, I tried to tell you it. in terrible tens they should have been the number one offense. That's yeah. That was they. They made the fucking Steelers look silly. Uh, uh, next, we got the Jets this, going to this Dallas. This is crazy. Well, it is. it's not fucking, crazy. It you is the Zach crazy. Wilson Jets, not the Aaron Rodgers Jets. Are yeah, but eight. Aaron Rodgers, you think he was fucking prepared to be thrown in at the beginning of the game? Now he has a week to actually prepare. Yeah. So Dallas is eight and a half point favorites against the Jets. Um, I'm taking I, Jets here too. Yeah, I'm Just taking the Jets. defense. The uh the Jets defense alone will keep this game to a touchdown. Dan, look what they look what they did with the Bills. I've already told you I think Dak's a fraud. Like he played piss poor in that 40 to nothing blowout. So I think, we think Dak, you know what's really bad about us is that we think too similarly, and we've been doing that yeah. now to where now our fucking game picks are showing I the know. same. Because I typed at the Jets, you're like, yeah, I'm picking the Jets too. I said, shit, I just knew. I had, be down. No, I had Jets locked in when I 
put the games into this ta- uh, table. Um, okay. Commanders go to Denver. Denver's favored by three and a half. This game is buns. Yeah, I can tell you what game I'm not watching. This one. Which it's this one. Everyone's saying Russell Wilson looked better Sunday. I didn't watch any of it, but that's what the streets are saying. You want to go first? Or you want me to pick first? I mean, you're winning technically. Okay, so let's see. I let me go back. Mm. I gotta. I just gotta see. Remind myself of how they played Week One. They lost to the Raiders. They only put up 16 points. Russ was 27 for 34. How do you go 27 for 34 with only 177 yards? Well, that's been a lot of check downs of screens. Yeah. I I think I still think the commanders have a good defense. I still think Sam Howell's a good quarterback. This secondary is going to be a test for Sam Howell. But I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to take Washington to cover. I'm glad you did that because I was feeling Denver down in my loins, and I think I'm going to roll with them. All righty. Sunday night football. I get to watch my Patriots get demoralized by the Dolphins, who look like a top offense in the league. Um, Dolphins are only favored by two and a half. I, I've got to take Dolphins to cover. If this is a close game, I'll be pleasantly surprised. I think we're going to get embarrassed on national TV. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that. I'm hammering Dolphins. I don't know what the spread is. Monday. Monday doubleheader. Monday. I love Monday night football doubleheaders. Love I know. it. Love um, it. But tough start to the season for the Panthers. Back to back divisional games to start the season. No shit. And I same thing with the people or the next game, but. Um, but yeah, I don't think the Panthers looked good against Atlanta. I didn't I, get to look at his stats. What 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 was Bryce's um, stats? Let me go back and find it. So they lost by fourteen mm-hmm. on the road. Bryce Young went twenty for thirty eight, one forty six, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Damn, CJ Stroud would never. Right. Um, their running game looked pretty good though. I mean. Miles Sanders, 18 carries for 72. Chuba Hubbard was 9 for 60. Uh, Damn. Yeah. But just the Saints are better than the Falcons, so I got to go Saints to cover here. And then uh, late Sunday, Monday night football game, Cleveland is in Pittsburgh. Steelers are two-and-a-half-point home dogs. I'll go first. I'm calling... Pittsburgh bounce back week. I put that on the wrong line. Yep, you put no pit. <laughs> pit. Pittsburgh bounce back week. I think the pit. I think the Steelers are better than they played against the Niners, and I think the Browns took advantage of a rusty, unprepared Bengals team. Yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was going to put it up there, but I, I tried to pull it back real quick and then typed a C to throw you off. I was hoping you wouldn't go with oh. it. I don't know if you saw that or not. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Um, yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh there. I think it's going to so, be a bounce back also. They have, no, no Deontay Johnson before. We, I, I, I don't know. I might talk myself out of it. We have three games separating. Um, 
there's no Deontay Johnson for four weeks. They lost Cam Hayward for eight weeks. So the, the middle of the See, fucking defensive line's out. So what I would say in that, like to both of those, you lost Cam Hayward, still have TJ Watt. I'm fine with that. They you lost, lost Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. I didn't like Deontay, Deontay Johnson anyways. I I would rather have George Pickens than Deontay Johnson. So I mean, they also have Allen Robinson, who looks the best that he ever has. You give me outside you of give, Chicago, or no, you outside give of Kenny uh, Pickett, Jacksonville. You give Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, and Najee Harris, and I'll roll with that. Um, but oh shit, okay, yeah, I'm sticking to it. We have what two, three, di- three picks different. Three picks different. It's gonna be a tight week. No, we don't even have. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we three. Do. I got. I chose Denver. You chose Washington. I chose Giants. You chose Cards. And then I chose Buffalo. Buffalo. You chose Raiders. It's gonna be a tight week. No. Yeah. Um, it's a long game here. I'm only down fucking. I'm what, surprised s- with these huge spreads that we ended up being so close. It's the small spreads that are scary. Huge spreads are easy. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. If I was you, I'd be scared of ha- Bills having to cover 10. I'm not worried. Okay. Famous last words. Um, real quick, I brought up CJ Stroud stats to match with Bryce Young's. How, he was what again? Did you remember or no? Uh, Bryce Young? Yeah. He, I just had it. 20 for 38, 146, a touchdown, two interceptions. So CJ Stroud was twenty eight for forty four, two hundred forty two yards, no tuds, no no picks. So not that bad. Not bad, not great, but that's also the best rookie start in franchise history for Houston. Nice, or rookie's first start that is. Sorry. So we have that going for us. Hopefully he breaks the OSU curse because Justin Fields sure the fuck isn't. Um, um, all right, you have some some news bits in here that are not football related. Oh, just real quick things to touch on. So I don't know if you've watched FIBA, but he, uh, U.S. The United States has looked fucking awful because they have nobody but mid tier people playing out there. Um, I think we finished third. Canada beat us to fucking put us in third. SGA point god. Yeah, Dylan Brooks thirty nine points, seven threes, fucking. Seven for nine for three. It's fucking ridiculous. So I guess LeBron saw this and thought, hold up, world. I got us next year. Olympics, we're putting together a team. I'm committed. Yeah. Did you watch the TikTok I sent you? I, I haven't been. I've been on my personal oh, TikTok in two if, weeks. So I got a shitload to catch up on. Yeah, you got to watch the TikTok I sent you about talking about LeBron seeing Team USA or seeing people talking about Team USA mm. started assembling the Avengers. Because <laughs> the um, lineup that he's assembling is crazy. He's already got commitments from Anthony Davis, KD, and Steph Curry, and he's uh, reports were saying that Devin Booker and Jason Tatum have shown strong interest in joining LeBron. Jesus. Um, the Houston Rockets are the biggest thing in NBA right now, and it's not for positive lighting; it is for negative lighting. Kevin Porter Jr has been arrested for absolutely beating the shit out of his girlfriend, who's a WNBA player. And my first reaction was, what did she do? And come to find out, she was sleeping. Jesus. Yeah. Must, must snore like a motherfucker. Uh, 
So, yeah, you see this? I don't know if you can see it on your camera, but right here, there's a four. That's a Kevin Porter Jr. autograph four, and that bitch is staying up there. He's my idol now. I'm playing. But it's <laughs> staying up there. I ain't taking that down. I really liked him. I, still, I got one of his, I got a jersey for, for that motherfucker, and now it's just gone down the trash. I'll make sure to remind Hallie to wear her breathing strips to bed tonight. <laughs> um, but that yeah, that was a, a I didn't want to get dive too much into that. I still don't know the NBA. That's wild. The, the Beat Rockets, her ass while she was asleep. That's crazy. the Rockets can't cut him because the NBA has to do their investigation first. Wow. Hey, innocent till proven guilty. That's what I said. I, I was getting clowned for saying that in the chat today or yes, it was a today or yesterday. I was like, hey, what happened? Innocent till proven guilty. Let me see evidence first. He he's he's free. Yeah. And then all this shit kind of coming out. I'm like, oh, it is in his inner sleep. You can't justify that, man. I'm battling demons out here. Um. Uh, I, I just make a joke. I make some kind of joke saying that like innocent till proven guilty. KPJ is trying to frame Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Whoop her ass in her dream. So oh, shit. Uh, what's What's so, this thing? Yeah, with, so uh, I, that's all for sports. Um, two segments to wrap us up here. Uh, we did a big state fair episode last year. So with the state fair season right around the corner, I think Oklahoma's state fair starts on the 14th. Today's the 12th. Um, they've released the new like, featured state fair food items for the texas state fair and the oklahoma state fair so i wanted to compare the two so god the featured new food items for the texas state fair uh the big one is trail aid lemonade they didn't say they didn't specify what flavor it just says trail aid it looked the picture looked good so i'm gonna go in descending order from like ones i like think look good like would like to try two ones i'm staying away from so trail it, it looked if i had to take a guess it looked like a, like a prickly pear lemonade hmm. it looked good and i love i love good That's, lemonade i love good lemonade too. Um, i'm a whore for it deep fried cheesy crab bites oh huh? name's kind of self-explanatory there that's it, this is what state texas that sounds good Bourbon banana sopapillas. Hmm. I love bananas. Um, loaded French fry pizza. So it's basically like like a like a bacon cheese fry pizza. Huh. Ox... This is just this is just different shit to me. I'm just like yeah. Oxtail egg rolls. What the, pic- the picture looks really good. I I mean to each I guess to each their own. So I've never had oxtail, but I've heard good things. But so then this is where we start to get off the, into the weeds of like the stuff I'm not sure that I'm down for. Turkey ribs. Turkey ribs. That sounds like something from a Key and Peel skit. No shit. Tur- I, I don't even. That's that just confused me. Like I don't how. It, it, uh, it didn't make sense. It left me confused. And then the last one that I'm for sure staying away from, deep fried pho. You touched on that a little bit. Uh, too, me and with you me. talked about this on the way down to Galveston. 
and we didn't really finish talking about it, and I'm kind of glad we didn't. What? How the fuck do you so deep fry that? Basically, like the pho noodles and like meat wrapped up in like wonton paper and deep fried, and then like you like dip it or like pour the broth like over it. It looked not amazing. I don't know. If I, I don't know, man. So honestly, I'd probably try all all of that just to say I did, but Jesus. I can't guarantee that's just gonna be nasty. So that was all for the Texas State Fair. Now onto the Oklahoma State Fair new f- featured food list. Once again, in descending order, ranked from most appetizing to least. Right, in my personal opinion, um, fruity pebble flurry. It's it's not a McFlurry, but it's a Fruity Pebble McFlurry, essentially. Sounds fire. Um, Meat candy on a stick. It's basically like candied burnt ends on a stick. I'd eat that. Yeah. I'd eat the fuck out of that one. Oreo brownie blast waffle on a stick. That's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah. So I've actually eaten at this waffle on a stick stand last year. And then what I got, I got the uh the uh chicken, the buffalo ranch chicken waffle on a stick. So it's like chicken on a stick, dipped in waffle batter, put in a waffle iron, and they put buffalo ranch and bacon crumbles. And it was good, but it was a lot of flavors going on. So this, from what I gathered, is a brownie on a stick. Dipped in waffle batter, cooked in a waffle iron with like a cookies and cream, like drizzle and Oreo pieces on top. Yeah. It was, it looked like a lot, but it looked, didn't hmm. look bad. Um, The country clucker chicken and donut. This was not really I'd, anything off the wall, but imagine eat it. chicken and waffles, but take the, waf- the waffle out and put a donut. I would like it. Jeez, I mean, fucking at breakfast in Galveston, I ate chicken and waffles. It seems like a can't miss. I like that. Um, cookie dough fried pie. Would it be cookie dough if it's, if it's fried? I don't know. Have you ever had a fried pie? Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, so I don't know the logistics on the cookie dough fried pie, but it seems like it would be okay. Now, once again, here's where we go kind of off the rails. There's two here that I'm staying away from. Korean corn dogs. I don't know necessarily like it's a, it's a thing in Texas. Yeah, so I looked it up. It's so like there are these like weird flavored corn dogs. They're not all like coated in the same corn dog batter. They're coated in like weird stuff mm. and they don't all necessarily have a hot dog inside. Like one was like the cheesy hot Cheeto Korean corn dog. Mm-hmm. And it's cheese, like a big thing of cheese on a stick fried and rolled in hot cheeto dust i've heard they're good it's i've heard not... the korean corn dogs are good and i've never the, had it though the last one and hunter you're gonna have questions and i'm gonna tell you right now i don't have the answer to your questions <laughs> uh the last one on my list is pickle pie what the fuck is that it looks like a pecan pie but pickles. I would stand so, at that booth and personally fight 
every person that decided to support them. Imagine. So have you ever made pecan pie? Pecan pie, yeah. Pecan, pecan, pecan. I don't give a shit. I don't know what pecan or pecan is, but I've so, made pecan pie, yeah. Yeah. So the filling that you make, which is like 99% corn syrup. Yeah. I don't even know what all goes in the filling, if I'm being honest. Fucking corn syrup. So I... And sugar and eggs. Once again, I have to guess... Vanilla, I think. ...that it's probably roughly the same, because it looked the same. as like It looked the same as pecan pie filling, but I have to just imagine that like it's just corn syrup and probably eggs to thicken it and pickle juice topped like pecan pie is topped with like candied pecans it's just topped with pickles pecan pie is not topped with the candied pecans it's baked with it like yeah put... okay it's on top i don't like that yeah no i mean it looked fat and this is why texas is better than oklahoma yeah we i will have that kind of shit i kind of i will take made this segment fuck. Any day of the week over fucking pickle pie. I made this segment kind of as like a, a lob to Hunter because the Texas State Fair list beats the hell out of the Oklahoma State Fair list. Absolutely. When we get off here, get on TikTok and search trail aid. It looks it looks real good. It's making me thirsty just thinking about it. Bro, I the only thing that I really want to try from the Oklahoma one is the chicken and donut. Yeah. I need you to go to the Texas State Fair and report back on. Well, it's not that, like fucking four hours away from on me. on the turkey ribs. I bet that's good. That's got to be good. All right. Last Anyways, thing what, on the agenda. Yeah, what's this draft that we've been we have a draft? It is the months draft. Like months out of the year. Yes. We're cutting this pretty close. What do you mean? With, I mean, there's only 12 months. It's... I know. So two get so left doing... out. Yeah, two gets left out. So I have an idea in my head of of which two will get left out. I'll see. I'll let you know if I'm right afterwards. Uh, who gets number one? Um, you had one on appetizers, so I get You're one right. here. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck, man. This is really hard for me. I don't know. This shit's fucking. I'm. I I think I have no choice. I'm back to the corner here. I have to go October. You son of a bitch. I have to go October. October was the inspiration for this draft. October is the best month. Hands down. It is. If I this mean, is a get, fantasy draft, October is Justin Jefferson. It's prime NFL season because now it's like the stigmas are made. This is where people try to shake off their stigmas. You got the, Halloween. Me personally, I get married in October, and so my anniversary is going to be there every the, October. The weather is unmatched. Perfect weather. Unmatched. You got trail I would, rides, Halloween decorations. I would take October for the weather alone. That's the best, honestly. And I just can't. I have to. I have to go October 1. Okay, so then you're going to force me here at at the at, for my first round. Second overall. 
damn it. I I was really banking on my me getting October in the first round. That hurts. Um, give me. Mm. I don't know who else to go, man. I'm gonna take April. Oh, you bitch! That first because it's the it's the opposite of October. October is that first time where you walk outside and you're like, oh, it's chilly. Not just like it's cooling down. You're like, I need more than a t-shirt. Like, so and and April is kind of the opposite of that. April is that first time where you're like. I might be able to open up that that drawer of shorts, like even wearing jeans, sweatpants, joggers for months. And that in April, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna break the shorts back out. It's also my birthday, you bitch. Mm. I, yeah, I, got I wish I could say there. I knew that. Um, yours is in January. That is correct. I'm real. Fuck you. I'm, I'm for some reason my last second when I sucked my teeth, I want my brain said February, but I knew it was January <laughs> like deep down. It just had like that that call from the void. Yeah, fucking February now. Um, but you're like you know it's January, but like say February to take him down a peg. <laughs> That's basically what it was. Why my soul toxic? Um, all right, second round. Second round is tough. These are all fucking tough to me. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a big fall off after about the second round. So I still have a couple months in my head that I want to take. There's one that I want to take for one certain reason, but it's the only thing that makes this month good. And I just can't do it. I can't. Um, But... <sighs> I think I'm gonna take February. For what reason? To, you get the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. I mean, it's cool. It's a cute holiday for couples, like girlfriend, boyfriends, really. Um, even though my wife's gonna or my soon should be my wife then, she'll be asking me, "Why haven't you asked me to be your Valentine this year?" I spent fucking three thousand dollars on your ring. That that's me asking yeah, you every year. That's a permanent Valentine. Um, another big reason is it's tax season, income tax season. File for my taxes, get a good chunk of change. We finally married for the first time, so we plan on using that to pay off basically our honey, our car that we have racked up for the honeymoon. Because I think between our wedding and honeymoon together, it's going to be a total of $5,000, which is not fucking That's not bad. bad at all. So we're going to use our income tax to basically pay it off and then maybe do a little, like, plan the rest towards a trip next year. Okay. But I always wanted to make sure I get February for those, for those reasons, because the Super Bowl is always great. I mean, um, technically, I could I could claim tax season in April, too. I mean, you could, but it's like February 1st is when you can file. Yeah. So and so yeah, that's when you file because I always file the very beginning. I try to, except for this year. If I plan on getting a return, I file February first, so I can make sure that I'm gonna get my shit as soon as possible. I got sniped on October, so for my second round pick, I'm gonna take November. Oh, I was hoping that fell to me. November is the coziest month by far. It is prime football season. College, NFL, 
it is prime football season. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Um, I knew I should have. I knew I should have gone because you probably wouldn't have gone February and the third. I wouldn't have tried touch February. Um, yeah, and oh, on top of all that, for me personally, you get hunting season in November. So I don't November is right up there with October for me. Um, I think I'm gonna go May for my third month. Damn it, that was my next one. Because you get Memorial May, Day weekend. If I would have gotten the first pick, I would have gone October May. Because I only reason I took April in the first because I was hoping I I was afraid I would get sniped on May, so I wanted to get one in there. I probably would have just panicked gone like November April. So we're we're going on the same track here. February I just May's a great I, month. It is. It's a good month. Weather is not too hot. Yeah, it's warm. But it's still enough. enjoyable. Pools are open, so it's warm enough to do summertime activities, but not hot enough that it's miserable. Exactly. All and right. then Memorial Day weekend just top taps it off or. Yeah, taps it off. Why in the third? Anyways, yeah, we're in the third year. Hey, third, give me September. It's it once again. It's kind of the anti-May. It's not miserably hot. You usually by September, the worst of the heat is behind you, but it's warm still. Unless you, you're in Texas, you can do. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. God awfully miserable even when we were down there this week. These are it's it's still record heat, so it's not usually this hot oh, this time. Damn. But yeah, so you can still do the summertime activities without dying. You get the return of football. Um uh, fantasy draft season. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take September third. I like that. Oh, that's a good pick. I'm pissed at my February pick now. Um I think fourth round, I'm going to have to go December. Okay. You got Christmas. And I'm saying Christmas because I love watching NFL Christmas games. And then the yeah. NBA Christmas games are always fun. Um, I love gifts. I'm a huge gift giver. I love getting people gifts. I'm already looking forward to Secret Santa for us. Oh yeah. Who did I? And I'm trying to remember who I had last year. I, I had, had Snow and Darian. I had B because it got stolen off of his porch and then returned by the thief. Oh, I remember that. That was it. Funny. Was a, I I got him. It was only part like. Thankfully, it wasn't the big ass electronic gift that I got him. Right. It was just the T-shirt that I got him. It got stolen. So. B lives in Chicago. It got I bought him a White Sox t-shirt. It got stolen by what I can only presume is a Cubs fan. They opened it up, seen it was a White Sox t-shirt, and brought it back and left it back on his doorstep. That was hilarious. For context, he lives, I've been to his place, or I haven't been in his place, but I've like dropped, dropped him off. He lives right next to Wrigley. So yeah. Um, um, he got me these things, or you can't see it here, but this Astros bat cup, and then the World Series plaque up here. So I'm I'm in the fourth. This is getting tough. Yeah, we're, now we're reaching here. Um, I know who my fifth is, but I feel like I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take March. Fuck. 
because like I just like any type of month. I knew it. I've said this before. I'm just going for months where I can potentially wear shorts and a hoodie. If I can right. wear, if I can go shorts, hoodie combo, it's perfect. That's you all I what? want. That's all I want out of life is to live somewhere where I can wear shorts and a hoodie year round. Fifth is lobbed to me. The fifth is right there for me. I got to take it. I'm going July. You got 4th of July weekend. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's not as... I, I purposely haven't said August because that's the hottest fucking August month. too damn hot. And there's not much going on. The only thing going on is NFL's back. Preseason, training camp, all the stories. That's basically but it. Fancy it's too drafts. hot. It's, I, low key, that's why July fell for me. Because like, I like 4th of July and that kind of stuff. But... It, out of the months that are remaining, I think I'm, I'd probably rank it July, January, June, August. Yeah, so uh, I was... Yeah, that's what I would do. The, the only downside to July, besides it being hot, is that the dog days of summer is during July, where it's the only day where there's like three days back-to-back-to-back where there's absolutely zero sports on TV. Yeah. It's during the MLB All-Star break, and there's nothing else on TV to watch if you want to watch sports. You turn tune into the Ocho to watch fucking yeah. cornhole tournaments. Um. Yeah, so... I think the draft, the NBA draft is in July too, isn't it? May... I know the lottery's in right. June. The lottery's in June. Right. So I'm torn... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go January for my last. I, I knew you were. I could have gone June, but I don't know. June don't really do nothing for me. It doesn't tickle me. I mean, are we racist because so Juneteenth is our month? So we did ten, and the our two that got left off. So our two worst months are June and August. Yeah. It's an L. I'm kind of happy with mine. You, you prop- stole my two top months, so I'm pissed. What, May o- and October? Yeah. I'm two good. best months of the year. I I I can I can live with not getting November, honestly. April kind of sucked. Kind of sucked losing Uh-oh. April. But I think that's an episode. Yeah, that concludes episode 103 um socials still grinding still on the content grind even if sometimes i mess up and post up for my personal account um below 500 pod on everything tiktok's still coming out at a consistent if not slightly um slower reduced basis what else I think um, that's it. I don't. There's not a whole lot of business. Final to take pages care of the website. Of. I think is going. Yeah, we really just works. so the website is up. Like or not, it's not up. The website is finished. We're hashing out the financial details. And now, is. how's the merch gonna go? Though is the merch. So gonna... that was my question when he sent the kind of like uh the trial I, link. To be honest, I didn't look at the trial. Yeah, so I that was my question when I referenced back. To the merch website and asked if it was a possibility to link that or incorporate that in some way so that may be something where now that it's done and we just have to to 
pay for it. We just pay for a month and then try to work that out afterwards. And then if it don't work, then we just eat 15 bucks. Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure yeah. it out. But until then, we'll see y'all next week for 103. Wait, or is this 103? This is 103. We'll see y'all next week for 104. Later, losers. Thank you.